0: Your seats. The show will begin in five, four, three, two,
1: one. Thursday night CrossFit talk with Scott Schweitzer and Jamie Latimer. We
0: gotta change the game. We out here taking names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the sky. We gotta change the game. We out here the names.
1: What is going on everybody? It's a new theme song. It's a new opening, and it's about us. so pretty cool.
2: For, yeah, first time seeing that. interesting.. <laughs> I loved the countdown.
1: That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Because I noticed that like when I don't put a countdown in, like it's depending on how this catches the stream, like it will, um, it'll cut off the first part of it. So I'm yeah. trying to redo all the openings so that it has a little bit of a countdown before we hit it so that you're not losing whatever we're talking about at the beginning. So. Yeah, absolutely. But I love the words of the song. Um, and so we've already got a bunch of people in the chat. We got Lex, we got Kat, we got Andrew, we got Kenneth, um, Kenneth popping in saying that there's a brand new trading card from mint trading cards and, uh, uh, and wad zombie. And so it is, I guess I could, I should have pulled it up. I just play it. it (laughs) Um, I'm not a professional. And let me try this one more time. So here we go. We'll sh- we'll share the screen and there's a new trading card coming out from Wad Zombie and my computer is slow. Here we go. So here it is.
0: Um. Oh, and it's scented. I think it gives it a little something extra. Okay, we'll see you next class.
1: Shut that music music off before we get demonetized. Um, That's beautiful. Uh, The new Christine Colibrander card out from Wad Zombie and Mint Trading Cards. Can't wait to uh, get that one into the collection. <laughs> so, and it's pink and it's sensitive. I know, I love
0: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, what's funny is my mom's favorite movie, the, the movie she, she turns on, if it's on, she stops, is Legally Blonde.
2: It's a cute movie.
1: Yeah. 78 years old, and that's her favorite movie
2: to think you had, you had christine on did you i'm Sometimes. trying to think if you asked her her favorite color but i don't feel like she's a pink person i feel like she's like a pales grays neutrals
1: type of girl So if you look at her artwork it's it's very pastel and that like pinkish blue aqua kind of stuff mm-hmm. so I, th- I think that's her vibe okay um and if if you have not seen her artwork, it's actually junk headbands um okay. has a lot of her artwork that are the headbands um and they're it's really cool it's very sketchy um uh cat echoes she is very girly
0: okay
1: yeah I think her her handguns are probably pink and um no. <laughs> because i know her husband is doing tactical the tactical games and she's been training with him in some of that those disciplines um and they have a like a house out in the in the middle of nowhere where they shoot and do different stuff like that too so
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, t kane says the card says a 280 pounds clean
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: i think her clean and jerk is like 250 260 yeah, something it, like that.
2: And her snatch is ridiculous. She's very yeah. strong.
1: Two two thirty, I think I saw her do at I, MAC two years ago. Insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she she beat Barnhart um, Tia all in that in the, at that MAC that year. Mm-hmm. Um, she's super super strong. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> a quick update. Um, I know if you've been listening to us through the week, my my wife is in Pennsylvania with her mother um, because she's having radiation for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. They got a report yesterday that the tumor is shrinking in her tongue. Uh, so all signs are pointing to this working. Uh, she was, ha- she, that yesterday was the halfway point. So she has six more treatments to go. And then, um, and so just wanted to give that update because Uh, We've been talking about it all week, so I wanted to give the good news part of that as well.
2: Yeah, that's great to hear.
1: So, um, there's been a a little bit of news this week. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit.
2: Not enough, but so.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I do want to tease that we do have a trailer for the documentary that's coming out next week. And so uh, we're going to play that during the show, but we're going to hold off just a little bit longer, see if we can get the crowd a little bit bigger. Um, So it was announced this week, a press release from the CrossFit Games, where it said that this is the first in a series of announcements that are to be coming.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, The first announcement being that the CrossFit Games will be in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, hosted at the Dickies Arena. So, I in our in our show notes I put a link to the arena and the exhibit space. Did you yep. take a look at that?
0: Uh-huh.
1: So I'm going to yep, pull this up. It. It's actually beautiful. Um, this is the exhibit arena. This is not even where the they would be holding the event. Oh, whoops, wrong one. Let me try that one more time. What, Abby? Here we go. So, um, this is off to the the side of the arena and underneath the plaza that's up above. And this is where I think you would have your vendor village. Okay. Right. It makes sense. Um, In the description, it actually says that it can hold four hundred ten 10 by 10 booths. Wow. Now, now, some of those vendors would have um, a little bit bigger booths than 10 by 10 for sure. Yes. Um, Rogue, whoever the title sponsor might be, um, WIT, a lot of those places have, you know, 50 by 50. So I don't know what mm-hmm. that the whole configuration but the the, that's natural light at the top um and that that is ground level so the exhibit hall is actually underground with that kind of up above uh where natural light can come in uh if you look at the arena itself um while we're here they, they don't have a whole lot of like pictures or things about the inside but here are some numbers i don't know if you can see that The arena itself, the capacity, depending on the configuration, changes pretty drastically. So for the rodeo, it's 9,300. For family shows and hockey, it's 12,200. Basketball, 13,300. And concerts can be up to 14,000 people. That is much, much bigger than the Align Energy Center.
2: What did the Coliseum hold?
1: So I think in the configuration for the games, I think you're pushing it to say seven thousand. Okay. And that's sure. that's me being going to a lot of different size arenas in my life. I think that's about where you were at, uh, because that end that's open where like the, they ran out for Helen, there they had to take out all the seats down there. Right. Yeah. And my guess is this probably has more like um, boxes, like private boxes that people can buy than the Align Energy Center did as well.
2: I think I saw 50.
1: 50 private boxes.
2: Um, What was that in there? I don't know where I saw that but I saw them talking about
1: yeah so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to share my notes um where I have an aerial shot of downtown Fort Worth so so this is This is the arena. This doesn't really tell you much other than I just wanted to show all of these parking lots. You have this yellow lot, you have the South lot and this Chevy garage holds 2,200 cars. So there's a lot of room for parking, but what you'll see when we go to like the Google aerial map is that there's not a lot of like green space or no, no. anything like that. So where is the red dot? I lost him. There it is. Okay. So the red dot is the arena. If you come due East or wet. Yeah. East, East. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a botanical garden which is not a park that you can like use for any kind of fitness activity. Um, But then if you go a little bit up here, you start going into like a playground area and Trinity park. So you could do some stuff. And then there is like up here, Trinity trails, I think. Um, Somewhere in this area is Trinity trails. And then there are boat docks along here where you can get into this river and do some water activity. Uh, The only other thing that looks usable in the space is this football stadium
0: Mm -hmm. right here. And it
1: looks like it is a division two division three football team or a high school football field. (laughs) Um, And really that seems to be the only usable space in in that area. So, have you had any time to look at this at all? Or,
2: I mean, I sort of looked through it. I just, it just seems like I don't see a lot of outdoor opportunity, um, and that I don't love that. And I know, and I know a big complaint of moving to Texas is it's hot, and so then I guess, is it just inside? And I think that's kind of silly.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. The other thing is I, I went to reserve hotel rooms yesterday and everything on this side of the river is pretty much booked right now. Yep. Um, so there is no, there were no available rooms on this side of the river, period. Yep. Period. So where we had to go is I'm trying to drag it and it won't go. Let me shrink. There we go. So we are right about here. Okay. Uh so I have a couple rooms there and yeah, so it's it's as a crow flies it's like 2 miles. Um, But I think to drive there, it's like 3.8 because you have to go actually out on this interstate, come off and then to get across the river. Uh, It is not a Super 8, Kenneth. Um, It is is a Hampton Inn uh, that I was able to get.
2: Oh, I'm sure CrossFit already blocked off several hotels before they even announced this so that... They
1: had enough blocked. Yeah, I, I hope that's why. Um, because my biggest fear going to Fort Worth is that we were going to face the same price gouging that we were getting in Madison because I've been to Fort Worth a bunch of times, a bunch of times. When I was with AdvoCare, their yearly brouhaha was held in Fort Worth every year. And the hotels would go up in price for us to go that week or weekend. And they were hard to find, very hard to find. And so that's what I'm, I'm guessing is going to happen with this. And in my opinion, it's, it's not even as big as Madison.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everybody wants to like associate the Dallas part of it, but Dallas is an hour away. It's like flying into Chicago and driving to Madison.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Because O'Hare was on the north side of Chicago. And then it's like, what, an hour and a half from there to Madison? Mm -hmm. You fly into Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. Dallas is a full hour all the way over to Fort Worth. So can you imagine just the Uber? No. To get to Dallas to Fort Worth.
2: I think the hotels the like the hotel you booked is going to be a pain with Uber or whatever you have I mean we have to fly there so we won't have a car um, we either rent a car or get Ubers and I think it's going to be a giant pain
1: Andrew I have made that ride no less than eight times it has never taken me 30 minutes never ever, ever. <laughs>
2: There's no speed limit.
1: Never. Everybody's trying to argue with me. I'm telling you, I've done it eight like eight times. It has been a full hour every time. Let's see
2: what Google Maps says. Forty three minutes.
1: I don't so, know. Nick, you missed. We promoted the Christine Colonbrander card right off the top of the show. I just want to know is it is it really scented? I'd pay extra for scented.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> it should be a scratch and sniff for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we we booked hotel rooms yesterday. So we have we have at least a couple. Um. And it's, it's really in the heart of like where all the, uh, he says it is scented.
0: Okay. the Packaging so, movie.
1: So, beauty. I may drive like an old man. I'm not even going to argue that point, but I've never driven it myself. I have been in an Uber or a cab every time and never once did it take me 30 minutes. 45 on a good day, hour most times. <laughs> um, so, very cool.
2: Uh, well, and they announced the date, and it's the 8th through 11th, so Thursday to Sunday, which is what the uh, individual's always perform.
1: Yeah, even when the age groups and adaptives went at the same time, they started on Wednesday and stopped on Mm -hmm. Saturday. Elites (laughs) went Thursday to Sunday.
2: Right. So I think that's the early nail in the coffin
0: for that announcement.
1: Yeah, I think that's one of the upcoming announcements Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is that... Um, age group and adaptive. I mean, I've heard it since before the games that that was happening. Uh, The games just kind of went down that road a little bit more, and that's all we're hearing since from everybody that I'm talking to. Um, The other thing that I find... The other thing that I find... Confusing to me is... One of the things that have become a big treat for a good number of people is camping at the CrossFit Games.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: With all the activities and the campground and all of that stuff, there is no campground anywhere near Dickie's Arena.
0: Yeah, not that I can see.
1: So now are you... I guess because we just don't know what the goal of this is. Like we heard in the press conference scalability, we heard be able to take it from place to place, but are are you lopping off the community aspect of it, the festival feel of it in order to do so? And is that what it needs to be to be professionalized? That's why she's the best analyst in the business, people.
2: <laughs> I can't analyze the reasoning behind the games. I'm, I, I don't know. It like I will have to see this year play out and the how they set up the floor, um, and like if there's any outdoor events. Like I, honestly, we have no idea what they're envisioning because we just haven't been given that much information. Um, so. And I don't want to just poo-poo all over it. Like maybe it's wonderful. Maybe it does make it scalable and transferable. And um, I don't know. I, I Like I can't fathom it. And so I feel like I have negative thoughts in my head. And I don't want to just spew negative thoughts. So I, until I can see it and experience it, I'm just going to try to think for the best.
1: Yeah. I know there were a lot of negative thoughts about Madison and truth be told, Madison wasn't a perfect venue. You know, it's, they, they made it a really cool thing by building North park by like, I think North park was one of the best things they did, but vendor village being in a cow barn um it was never comfortable it's super hot in there there's no airflow there's no air conditioning like it wasn't great right right um alien energy center is not a state of the art facility the bathrooms were tiny the the seats were sometimes broken um you know, it's it's not a state-of-the-art facility. So I'm sure that's gonna be upgraded. This place is four years old.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Like the Jumbotron in the middle, the pictures I've seen of that, that's gonna be epic. It's gonna be like a professional Jumbotron, right? Yeah. Um, so like, I think there's gonna be some good things with this, but what are we gonna lose in the process? Exactly. Uh, I mean, I
2: never went to, to Carson, on me, so I can't, I can't comment
0: on that.
1: Yeah, I never went to Carson either. So if anybody's been to both, please shout it out. Um, even the parking lot in Madison, like that, there's so many potholes. Your car got thrown all over the place just pulling into the parking lot.
0: I liked that
2: there was parking, though. Like, that was never a thought in my mind. Like, if we don't get there an hour early, we're not going to be able to park. Like, I wasn't worried. And and it does seem like there's a lot of parking here, but I don't know. Well,
1: if that parking garage truly holds 2,200 cars, and then there are those other lots right beside it, Like, I think that's going to be way more than Madison had. Now, is it going to be free? Well, that was
2: my other. Exactly. That was the other thing I liked about Madison. Um, You just, if you were driving, you just got there and were able to park and get in and not have to worry about parking passes, tickets, cash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wads me, I totally agree the, I saw the perfect comment in regards to the heat if football players and band geeks can handle the heat so can the fittest on earth I, I agree it needs to have some outdoor events that's where I'm I mean I, it, we can't figure that out with this venue so I'm not saying like they it, I guess it's fine if they want to try Texas and deal with the heat that's fine but if they're moving to Texas to move inside I, I think that sucks
1: I've got to think there's got to be a plan, whether it's an offsite, you know, in Carson, they, the beach was not like right beside the venue and it was an offsite event. It wasn't ticketed. People, people from the community could come watch it. You could go out on the pier. Like if they did stuff like that, it would be really cool. Yep. Uh, Lex said that semifinals charge daily for parking and no in and out privileges. Oh wow. We we Ubered every day to Orlando. It just, it was more economical to to pay eight bucks for an Uber than $10 to park.
2: Exactly. See, I don't like that. I don't want to have to worry about stuff like that. I want to be able to leave and get back in. I don't want to worry about a spot paying twice. I don't know, that's just crazy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I just look at it. That's the brakes of doing what we do. Like if I was a fan, then I would probably care, care more about it. But as media, like I just, it's what I have to do. Right. So if I have to pay to, to park, if I have to buy, if I have to get an Uber, whatever it takes, you know, it's just part of doing what we do.
2: Yeah. You got to think about the fan experience.
1: <laughs> well, Probably as a fan, I'd think the same thing, right? If I'm investing, because Lord knows, if they're not doing that many outdoor events, those indoor tickets are going to be pricey. And if I yeah. paid for that, yeah. then what's an $8 Uber? Uh, Judy asks, what's the closest university? Uh, TCU is like three miles away. It's on the okay. uh, on the okay. west side of the city. Um, and they were in the national championship game. It's a big university. That whole area of Fort Worth is purple. Their team colors are purple and white and black. Um, it is a massive university. Um, and so they have an indoor and outdoor swimming facility. They have a major division one football stadium. So you could do some stuff over there as well. I'm sure that is not cheap. Um, um, but I don't know what would happen with the swimming. Like maybe the outdoor venue is cheaper than the indoor venue, like they did in at University of Wisconsin. Yeah. Horn toads, hoard frogs, whatever you wanna. They go back and forth. Um, because when we because I couldn't get hotel rooms downtown when I was there for Advocare, we stayed at TCU campus. hotel on campus so i was very familiar with that area of town and they talk about the stockyards and the bulls and all Mm -hmm. that stuff down through the street that um that is not even close to where we're at just that's like on the other side of fort worth um so if you're looking for that honky tonk (coughs) Um, so are we good? We go on games for now until we know more.
2: Yeah. All
1: right. So do we want to do the trailer for the documentary that's coming out next week? Let's do it. It's about four minutes long. So hang out with us here for a second. Let me get it ready. I can't find my mouse. There we go. And here we go. The premiere of the trailer. Can you hear it? Welcome to Clydesdale Media's All Access at the 2023 Noble CrossFit Games. All right. Let me figure this out. It should be playing. We had this happen last time, didn't we? Uh,
0: uh, I don't know. I thought it
2: played.
1: Okay, let's try.
2: Yes, totally underwhelmed with the announcement. I felt like that was... I don't know. it It should have been like a little... <laughs> I don't even know. One minute movie clip that somebody put together of showing the arena and... I don't know. They, I, yeah more thought needed to be put into it
1: here we go let's try this welcome to clydesdale media's all access at the 2023 noble crossfit games this year We followed nine athletes throughout the season. Sydney Michalishan, Carolyn Privo, Logan Ewing, Jamie Latimer, Matt Poulin, and Elena Pomerisi. Three athletes made it to the 2023 Noble CrossFit Games. Emily Rolfe. Rudy Berger, Kelly Baker. In addition, we added a 10th athlete, Alex Gazan. Um, Here we are back at the CrossFit Games defending your title. So was there any pressure coming in because of the defending the title yeah. that you didn't have last year being kind of a relative unknown? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I knew I had, you know, the target on my back. I'm so excited.
2: Yeah, I'm just happy to be here.
1: Well, exciting. I'm excited to be here as a coach for the first time. Uh, and
0: this year, like, there's a little more pressure, a little more, like like, expectations, and so... I don't know.
1: It's completely different. How do you as a coach keep those expectations in a, at an appropriate place? I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. I think it's all warranted. I, I think that, uh, you know, I don't think that expectations are a bad thing. Uh, well, thank thanks to everybody for being here. Uh, welcome to Madison. Welcome to the 2023 Noble CrossFit Games.
0: We're driving cars on the miles tonight We're passing off to the stars tonight We wanna go, go We wanna go, go They've
2: gotta get off the bike, carry the bike, pick it up over obstacles run with it uh, so yeah it's a long event grindy it's a gut check oh,
1: Gameplay. Double set up in the paint. you can't shake that. All the way, gas the full tank, man. Moving too quick, keep the cameras in the playback so Tell me how you feel with it. Know you put a lid on it, I ain't got no chill with it. This right here, your problem, you gonna have to deal with it. Lead on the line, high risk, that's the meal. Take the meal. Yeah, we ain't never fall back. Hold the ground where we at. Live total uh i mean we had three minutes per lift uh so i knew i was able to get three maybe four lifts in And that's it.
0: Oh, my God. Whew.
2: It's so good.
1: So, yeah, I am super stoked. Um, it's been a lot of work, a lot of work, <laughs> and uh, working really hard on it. Um, and we are just about complete, going right up to that 11th hour but I'm hoping hoping to release it on Monday. Okay. Uh, just trying to figure out whether I wanna do it in the afternoon or the evening. I'm thinking the evening so we can kind of hang out and be on while, like in the chat while it's going. Um, so, thoughts?
2: Um, Lucas has a tennis match. So hopefully if you do it like after 7 (laughs) PM.
1: Oh, well, yeah, that around seven would be probably pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you've seen it all.
2: I know, but I will want to get in and yeah, I will still want to be on the chat.
1: Yeah. You, uh, You have seen all the pre-edited versions. You and Holly have been awesome. Um, I've sent all of the pieces off to you. You guys edit them. You give me your feedback. I make the changes. And then I put it in a folder that this is the finished piece. And then then this weekend it'll be assembling it all into one long film. And it's still only episode one. There are probably going to be four total episodes when this is done. Um and Jess is in the comments. Her pictures hey, got Jess. Me a lot um throughout this. Um, so and I appreciate she saved me on some of this. The pictures just came out so good uh that it it made it really cool. So um yeah, super excited, super stoked. It's gonna have a different feel than the other stuff that's out there because we only followed four athletes. Right. Um And, and it's just going to focus on those four athletes for the entire games. There is some opening ceremonies where we did a little bit of everybody, uh, the opening press conference. We picked the two major themes from that. There's one major story in episode one that I didn't even show in the trailer. That is Emily's comeback from medical withdrawal to the games. And it is so freaking good. Maybe my favorite part of episode one. And so, um, Uh Kenneth says we need a giant all-in-one After the episodes come out called the Clydesdale cut Yeah, that may be four hours long Yeah Because I'm betting this is around an hour Yeah It's hard because I've been working on it in pieces So I don't even really know what the total is at this point uh, But I'm guessing around an hour
0: mm-hmm. So super
1: stoked for that But on to other CrossFit news. Um, There is something I wanted to bring up. Uh, Sure. And that is that uh, Helen Taylor, who is on our show, um, is in need of some equipment. And she made a post today on Instagram. I'm going to share it. If I can find her. Or city. There we go. Um, yep. I think this is it. She tagged me in it. So here we go. Helen Taylor. I believe it is this one. Yep. So it's the, the class doing, um, a six minute AMRAP DT remix, but She is saying, does anyone know of any contacts at Rogue that I can reach out to or know of any gyms that are closing and looking to get rid of equipment? We are growing a lot, and I'm in need of the following equipment. Five 15-pound training barbells, two sets of large training plates, the five-pound, each one's red, two 10-pound wall balls, one eight-pound wall ball, one six-pound wall ball. She's saying she's a 501c3 and can give a tax receipt for any equipment donations. So if you know anybody, know any gyms that are closing, anything like that, if you don't remember, we had Helen on a while back, one of our first episodes of Thursday Night CrossFit Talk, and it is in Detroit, inner city. She's helping these kids have a place to come and work out and develop a community. And as you can see in the picture, she's got a lot of kids coming. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and with that, there are equipment needs. So if anybody knows of anybody, any way you can donate, anything like that, please reach out to Helen Taylor at Core City CrossFit Kids uh, in Detroit. She is a wonderful lady, and, um, and hopefully uh, we can get her some help uh, to get some equipment.
2: Sounds like a dear Bill and Katie to me.
1: Yeah. It's actually the list is not even that long.
2: It's not at all. That is totally doable.
1: Um yeah, yeah.
2: I, Amazon wish list would probably be a huge start.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she she just does amazing things for these kids. They do a backpack drive that it got so big that she not only got backpacks for her own kids but for the entire school. Yeah where the kids go um she just does amazing things and and this is um endorsed by the police the police come and work out with the kids it's it's just an amazing program um and rumor is they have a documentary going on uh that's going to show what they're doing up there so it's a it's an amazing thing
2: yeah it looks like uh chandler and jesse are somehow participating
1: so they had kids qualify for the pit fitness ranch team yeah. uh, and Jesse and Chandler were there, met some of the kids and now they're um, supporting them just with words of encouragement, things like that. And they're trying to get some of the kids to go to the CrossFit games next year. So yeah, let's, and I, I know it doesn't have to be rogue. There's a ton of equipment companies out there. And I think she would take whatever, whatever they could get. Um, Mm -hmm. Being in Columbus, I'm just forced to at least endorse Rogue a little bit. But what's weird is it's like, um, this is about the time they do the garage sale, like in the fall. Yeah. So if, if we could catch the right wave, maybe there is something that that could be done. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she's asking for four wall balls. I know like it's not a lot. Two sets of the training plates and five bars and they're the training bars, not even like real Ohio bars or Olympic Mm -hmm. lifting bars. So, um, yeah, let's see what we can do here.
2: Yeah. I just love watching her content. It's super inspiring.
1: It is. It's a great program and I'm so glad they were on we need to have her on again because so much has even happened since we had her on and it hasn't Mm -hmm. even been that long ago. So uh, next thing on the agenda is Tia got her invite to rogue. We talked about this a little bit last week where we kind of went through who all had been given the invites. We were down to five. I think the fifth place position, Um, all those filled as we thought they would. And then the very last invite went to Tia. What I'm having a hard time with is if six women from the queue and the only person I know that didn't get an invite or didn't accept the invite was Emma tall. That, that, how does that only 20? No,
2: I think there's one other person who's not coming. One other girl from the games. Um,
1: no. Oh, Kat, Katrin, Katrin. Yeah. They re- they removed her invite.
2: Right. Did we figure that out?
1: <laughs> we have not. Yeah, and Carolyn got it too. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Katrin went up and then it got pulled down, and we talked about that last week as well.
2: Yeah, do we think. Do we think she's injured?
1: I don't know. I have not heard a thing.
0: It's interesting. Um, that says that
1: I always forget Katrin. But if you've been following along, Lex, I've become a Katrin fan. Never thought in my wildest dreams I would say that. But after this year's games, um, she just seemed different to me. And then I watched the HWPO documentary with her and Matt and I was like I was oh shed yeah. a tear. So um and I actually said after semifinals I thought it was the best I'd seen her look in a long time. Agreed. And she didn't disappoint at the games either.
2: Yep. I know Ronica, she's your favorite.
1: So <laughs> I still have other people that are more favorite of mine, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I was thinking pregnant, pregnant too, Carolyn. Carolyn. That was uh, honestly the first thing. That was honestly the first thing that came to my mind. I didn't want to put it out there in the universe.
1: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to start rumors. Yeah. But she's been—I mean, she's been with Brooks like what, two, three years now. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's—I think it's over too.
1: Yeah. Um. Corey said uh, injured from getting pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> and then Carolyn goes, "I'm spreading rumors."
2: Yeah, it's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So thoughts about Tia going to Rogue?
2: it's great people i people are hungry to see her so i would assume she wouldn't come back if she wasn't feeling ready and we've seen her working out she's moving weight just fine she looks incredibly fit still i already got her eight pack back like i i think she's fine
1: everybody can look good on instagram that's true
2: we'll see I I mean her her at 70 80 percent is still going to be phenomenal will she win who knows I don't think it really matters um but I've heard a lot of people say would is she the type of person that would come if she wasn't going to win and that's a that's a good question I mean she's probably fairly confident about her shot if she's coming
1: so I'll hold my comment for Carolyn's I love it. There's literally no pressure for her. If she doesn't do that well, everyone knows she's not 100%. If she does do well, watch out. Absolutely. Uh, Corey says she hasn't lost an in-person competition since 2017. Yeah. But neither is Matt Frazier and that he'll hold that phrase if he never does Rogue again. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you said everybody's hungry to see her. I'm not. And it has nothing to do, like, as a disrespect to her or what she's accomplished. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready to turn the page and move on to the new era.
2: Well, I don't think she's going anywhere, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, maybe not, but there, there was the speculation that she retired right before she got pregnant and then rescinded the retirement in the moment, right? Like, so there was thoughts that it was over. Um, and it, and I, I think she's the greatest CrossFitter to ever live, male or female. She has done amazing things. I just found the games way more exciting this year with different names, different people wearing the leader's jerseys. So selfishly, I enjoyed it way more this year than I have in years past. And so I'm, I'm tired of the domination from start to finish. I loved that it was a battle at least for a few days at the games. I just want that.
2: I Yeah, I agree. Um, and maybe she will only come back for one more year to get the seventh title and, and then be done. I don't know. Um, what, what exactly is her and Shane's plan? I mean, your, our next topic is talking about Brooke leaving and that's what I can't quite figure out. Are they, are they all in here in Nash? Are they going to live in Nashville and running uh, run proven or are they moving home and trying to be more family oriented at home? I mean, she built that huge garage gym at home presumably to be back with family and be there full time.
1: So let's be, let's be brutally honest about this, right? Shane and Tia were never all in on proven the camp. Right. You think you don't, I don't know somebody else the CEO of your company. Well, I mean, Matt did that too, but from all everything I've heard inside that camp, Shane was about Tia and all the other athletes were going to be coached by somebody else. Yes. Right. And when Tia retired, so was, so was Shane. And they would lend that name and that, that theology for lack of better term methodology. Um, to, the, to the, the CEO, Nick, and Dwight, and all of those people to keep it kind of running. I don't think they expected to hit the stone wall they hit this season <laughs> and lose the majority, if not all, of their athletes. I spoke to a former proven athlete at the games Who told me that when they went to Nashville, they still live in Nashville. When they went to East Nashville to work out that it was a complete shit show.
2: Like no space for them to like what?
1: Didn't elaborate a whole bunch, but basically would never go back into that camp then so i heard that at the games then as we we get a month removed from the games we hear from saxon that he is leaving and the reason he is leaving is he believes he has been overtrained and and i've known saxon a long time and he is very much proud that he has done his own programming for a very long time and he just gave it up and now he's getting hurt. And so it makes sense that he believes that that is a programming. Is it coincidental that him and Brooke have the same freaking injury in the same season at the same event? And now Brooke leaves and goes to HWPO.
2: Who was, do we know who was writing the programming? was it, someone taking the programming that Shane was giving Tia and programming that, or was Shane giving out the programming or was it someone else's programming entirely? I mean, cause Tia's remained relatively, relatively uninjured. Um, and I think she probably over, is one of the ones that overtrains.
1: Right. And people like Rich admitted overtraining People like Matt probably overtrained in a span, but knew that his body needed a rest. Yeah. yeah, and you can't just because Tia doesn't get hurt, she is a freak. She is the greatest crossfitter to ever live. You can't think that everybody can hold up to that standard. So I, so I was, I'm probably still really good friends with Nick who is the CEO of proven, Mm -hmm. right? He used to be on the show all the time. At one point there was a very clear delineation as to like, he would do the remote athletes programming. Dwight would do this section. Shane would do that section. But I think as they went on that clear delineation became more blurred
0: To her,
1: to her. And I, and I think it came down to more like consistency across all avenues of proven and trying to make it all the same similar across all the, all avenues. Um, but I, you know, I'm not intimately in those discussions. And so I really should just get Nick back on. I know he's going on coffee pods and wads or did today or, oh. oh, and I haven't, I haven't seen that episode yet. I haven't no. So, uh, <laughs> but I, I should reach out to Nick and have him on. You talked to Shane at uh, the games. What did he have to say there?
2: I don't know. Just talked about being a dad. It was, it was a nice interview. Um yeah. But you know, let Lex says, do you think Brooke was jealous of Sydney because Sydney seems to be staying?
1: Well, I don't know, but Sydney actually has a real job. And so she can't leave Nashville if she has a real job, right?
2: What's her real job?
1: I can't remember. We had, we, we did her first ever podcast. Sydney Wells.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: don't even I'm I'm sure on it she said, uh, but she does work a full time job and she would have to work out either in the morning before work and after work or or just one or, or one of those. So well,
2: unless she gets Brooke sponsors like Brooke.
1: Like Brooke. <laughs> Do you think I don't think Sydney's at that level?
0: She's the one who made it to the games
2: this year.
1: Making it to the games and being a perennial games athlete who's in the top five frequently, that's two way different things when a sponsor's looking.
2: I find it very strange that they're splitting up.
1: Do we know that for a fact? Because I, I heard rumors that Sydney was going to HWPO too.
2: Oh, I, I have no clue. And so Brooke is staying in Nashville, though she's not moving to HWPO. It'll be remote.
1: We we don't even know if Brooke's moving to Vermont, do we?
2: Right. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is it? Yeah, is Brooke going to be a remote athlete?
1: I think it's all speculation. Yeah, it's interesting. So. When we interviewed Sydney, her and Brooke were living together. Like, yeah. Like, they're super tight. So, well, it's. I don't know. Sydney just was just. Okay, hold on. Sydney was just improving vlog like yesterday. Okay. So we got inside source. And then, but is Sydney on the rise and do people see Brooke as on the downside? Who knows what sponsors are looking at? It's hard for me to say that Sydney's on the rise until I can see that she can complete a muscle-up workout. She got... I agree. She got lucky at semifinals that that did not hurt her. Like, yeah. if that, if that gets weighted more or there's not as many, much running, she, she's not going to the games. And, and I, I like Sydney. I've talked to her more than I've ever talked to Brooke. And yeah. Um, and I've I was rooting for her at Granite Games two years ago when the muscle ups came and it, it all went to crap. I was at the West Coast uh-huh. Classic when it all went to crap the first time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard for me to say she's on the rise just because she made the games one one year. There's a lot I of agree. one-time games athletes. There are very few multiple-year games athletes. Um, Carolyn says Baker tagged Sydney the other day in a story from a proven workout. Is Baker doing proven now? I can't keep up with everyone switching. Are you saying Kelly Baker? If she's doing proven, it is news to me.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think of the last short story that Tristan shared. I think recently he just shared her doing, um, re- muscle ups on the tall straps. So I would, I would be
0: shocked, but well, I know, there's a I know she whole lot of sick. camp happy.
1: I know Kelly's been sick and she hasn't been working out much at all. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, good news. Uh, Jody Lynn is not switching camps. <laughs> That's good. That's um, cool. Carolyn says weighted ring muscle ups, not the same as muscle ups. We rarely see that ruck ring muscle ups. It was such an awkward movement. And the backpack versus vest, it favored certain style. Okay. I fair. Fair. I've I've just seen that the blow up too many times let me see her hopefully there's a workout this season that we'll see her doing regular ring muscle-ups and she'll do well and then how did she
2: how did she do in the ring muscle-up workout with the sandbag over the log at the games
1: i don't know was she still alive then
2: oh no she was already out yeah so that sucks that's another reason not to Eliminate these people. Like, we need to see them do all the tests. I don't like it.
1: Now, people are trying to push my buttons. And some would say Laura was lucky there were no handstand push ups. Totally Laura, agree, Corey. Handstand push ups would not have taken her out.
2: Only deficit strict. strict. Deficit strict. There was not and enough handstand push up
1: volume. Gotta some BS about some say Jeff was lucky there was no Ricky Mack. Roll up, Scott. Eh. Uh, Jeff Adler is way more well rounded than Ricky Mack, and he doesn't have a bum shoulder. Uh, Corey's not switching camps either, and that's that. <laughs> so, All right. <laughs> I am. I'm super stoked to see Saxon back with Facundo. Um, I think that while he did say and admitted that that means he's part of mayhem now. I think he's going to be remote and I think mayhem isn't really a training camp. It's just. Mm, It
2: is for the seven or eight that are there. It definitely is. Okay.
1: Okay. And then, because um, when I was judging Saxon for Rogue in 2020, he was with Facundo then. I loved seeing that relationship. mm mm-hmm. um, And I think it's going to be good for Sax for that. And so I'm super stoked for him. Uh, I think that's going to help him get back to the way he was.
2: I agree. Well yeah mayhem is an app, and they do have a giant like worldwide following, but to the to Bailey and Paige and Tyler, it's it's a camp for those athletes that are there.
1: I think it's a series of camps. I think you have this camp over here, you have this camp here. You have this camp over here, and they're all in Cookville. But it's just like anything with a lot of people. You hang out with your friends. Fair enough. I was going to say clicky, but I didn't want it to have that. Yeah,
2: Yeah.
1: I was just saying, you know, you hang out with your friends. Yeah. Yep. I think the people would tell you they pair each other up with the people that make them the most successful. And that's the positive connotation of what's happening there. Yeah. Um so then I wanted to talk about MFC. Oh boy. So much more. Yeah. We may not get to everything. So MFC, that's We're a week away, week away from check-in a week from tonight. You're going to, you're going to be checking in as an athlete. Corey's going to be checking in as an athlete. Many of our other friends are going to be doing that as well. Um, I'm excited to say that when I go to film everyone, I have recruited someone to help me do interviews and her name is Lana Marcine, and she is seventy-four years old and a badass CrossFitter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, she has competed at MFC, uh, but in her words, they scale it too much for her because uh, she can do all the tough stuff, and uh, so she wants to go to tougher competitions. But she should she have could, she should have entered and, this year. She wanted to be there and support her friends and asked if I needed help and I said I would be honored and happy to do that and so she's going to help us uh, get interviews and stuff like that and she did that at the games anyway for the 60 mm-hmm. plus uh, so she's going to do that here uh, for us and give a different voice and and uh, a different perspective uh, to the documentary and I'm super stoked to see what what comes of that. You told me this week Cause they're still not mm-hmm. public. So I do, I can't see anything about these workouts that there were changes made from last week when we went over them. Mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm. significant that you want to, sh- as I can see your, the steam coming out of your headset, um, anything you want to share?
2: So they made triple fat heavier. The 50, 40, 30, 40, 30, 20, 30, 20, 10 squat gymnastics one. They made that heavier. Um, they added double kettlebell overhead walking lunge for the finale with the echo bike ring muscle up. So it's now two 44 pound kettlebells overhead. Um, and, um, what was the other change? I don't remember. There was something else they changed. They, like, they've actually backed off um, some of the, ma- like, older divisions. They brought some things down. For for instance, Jim has to deadlift 135 pounds, and I have to deadlift 265 pounds. <laughs> Lex... I'm li- literally shocked with the ring muscle up change. Um, I already thought it was a little bit daunting, and then to make it double, and then I was like, "Oh, double kettlebell, okay, whatever." And I tested it with two thirty fives, assuming that would, was what it would be, and that was hard enough. Um, and now, and now I go back in the document and see that it's two forty fours. I I don't even. I just don't even have words. I listened to the Hinshaw podcast. They they had MFC had Hinshaw on and like they get to a workout and he's like, this is just devastating. This is extremely heavy. And I'm like, "Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, just say it. It's over Like every workout he gets to, he's like, yeah, this is, this one's going to be, this is tough. This is going to be a real gut check. Like, I'm just like, I don't even think you. There's a lot of people who have reached out to me from last week's episode and thanked me for talking about the workouts and even bringing up that like it's kind. It seems overprogrammed, and like nobody can get answers. There's not really a venue, like there's not really a place for us to like group up and like. I commented on Instagram. And I feel like I'm the only one who's really speaking up, so I I don't know. But I've been told, and some people have messaged me directly and said that they have reached out and they're getting not great feedback um, from MFC. They I don't know. It's it's almost like they took the word took the feedback from RX who already was like this is too much, and they just made elite harder so that RX can't complain as much. But that's not what anyone asked. Rx was already like, this is too much. Back them down and don't mess with Elite. I don't know.
1: Hmm. Okay. So there's a lot of comments. So Corey says, we're asking the same question. Who tested these, Tia? It, yeah,
2: it's about the only possibility.
1: Um, or Laura. Uh, send it to Chase and Bill so they can analyze the programming. They do realize this is for Masters. Um,
2: I'm not sure they do.
1: Corey said he already sent them to Chase last week. Um, and then they're asking who programs. Carolyn's asking that. Last time it's CJ did the programming in all the years past. CJ Martin from mm-hmm. Inventors Is he doing it this year? I don't know. So I... I'm going to get, I'm going to go down a road here. All the speculation is that we are spinning off masters into their own CrossFit games. There are two major masters competitions outside of the games and they are MFC and legends. (laughs) If you as an organization are putting out a series of workouts and then you're given feedback, good, bad, and different. And you're making changes a week out from the games from the athletes. Either one, you're being too influenced by the athletes or two, you didn't do enough testing on your own to figure out that these, that these were appropriate. Either way that looks completely unprofessional. And if we're going down this route of letting somebody else take over the games, Lord help us if they do this with the programming for that.
2: Yeah, I. so in a way, and the one thing that I will say, like Hinshaw said when in this interview was don't know if this is the whole point and this is why I said it, but he was like, if they're there, I think they're trying to make a point with this programming of the type of athlete that needs to show up to this event. And, and maybe they're trying to say, this is like games programming and you better be a games level athlete coming to this event, but that you can't do that this year without all of your qualifier workouts needed to have an aspect of these to ensure that the people that are coming can do this from what I've been hearing from like 20 down on the leaderboard are pretty they're like they asked if they could swap down to rx because they can't do the movements they saw the workouts and they're like we can't do these so you've got several people in elite already saying they can't do these workouts um if if you're going to be games level programming then you have to have Games caliber athletes there, and that's 10 people in the world. That's all we've got given the shot to, to even have an idea of what people can do.
1: So, Corey points out that your deadlifts are 265 mm-hmm. and his are 275. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong there. So, There's, yeah, can, can we have, can we, you and I just have a private conversation here on the air? Yep. <laughs> Okay. They you're saying you're saying that they're programming because that's the type of athlete they want to show up at this event.
2: I yes, I think that's what they're trying to say with this programming.
1: Last time I looked at the leaderboard for the qualifiers there were like five names in all divisions. That you even knew. Could have handled any of these workouts. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So you can wish in one hand, and you can shit in the other, and see which one are going to get you there. But if that's why you're programming, you're delusional. Because,
2: I mean, I don't, like, I don't know. And yeah. I can be taking that.
1: Right. Regardless though, you're, you are, you are programming this, like I would even say a notch above what the games programs.
2: It's, it's more it's difficult more- than semi than semis programming for individuals. It-
1: okay. So last year, we saw the likes of Anna Tunnicliffe, and we saw Jen Ryan, and we saw some some games-level athletes. They've decided not to come. Anna's coming. Is she competing?
2: hmm And her mother is competing.
1: Right. I knew her mother was. I didn't know if she She's, was. She is. Okay. So, but regardless, right? Like... Brian Wong was there. Didn't see him on the list. And again, there's no list to even know who's coming. All we see is the qualifiers leaderboard. Mm -hmm. We don't know who got invites. We don't know. Like, it just, it seems like there's this sense that we are this when the reality is we are here. Mm -hmm. With the athletes you have. Yeah, and you can wish to get this, but if they ain't there, all you're gonna do is wreck these people.
2: I that's what I've heard is people uncertain about even still competing because they're worried about pushing pushing too hard to do some of these that are unnecessary. It is over programmed and, and hurting themselves, um, and that's from very, very good athletes that have commented that, that they're just like, I don't really know if this is worth it. Um, They, they did a qualifier. They know the type of athlete they have. I, I don't think you have, I was one of very few people last year that finished the legless rope climb workout. And that was like a longer time domain where I was able to sit and rest. This isn't a short interval where you like, basically immediately have to go back up and do your second rope climb, I, you're going to have people failing that second legless rope climb. And if the if the tiebreakers aren't, like, very carefully th- thought out, this whole thing is going to – there are going to be people just standing out there looking like fools. And in one hand, I kind of want them to look like – I want the cop to look like a fool, but I don't. Like, I want people to go out there and compete, but it's honestly just a s- strength. Test at this point You're gonna get somebody who's just strong enough to like complete one more rep than somebody and it's not really gonna be a fitness test Anymore
1: Yeah Well It is well known That I did not like the way it was run last year Last year (laughs) And I and I hate to keep bringing this up because every time I mend fences I Push it over again and uh Last year they had one medical personnel because volunteers were not a priority. Right. Everybody took when I said that as just judging, but they had like five people setting the floor,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like five people. There are local comps that have way more than that. One one medical personnel, one, yeah, and if you're doing these heavy lifts and these types of rope climbs, you might want to make sure you got some people there,
2: yeah, I don't know i'm I'm interested i'm I'm interested to see how this shakes out if they get enough. they oh, they posted something. Tonight, or earlier today, about a twist for for the elites for the final event. Who knows? Something coming after. I have no idea.
1: They have (laughs) obtained 10 Coyotes. (laughs) At the 30-second mark, they'll be released down the lane. No, I don't know.
2: Who knows
0: I, it can't get much work. three three
2: kettlebells overhead. yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's not the yeah, that would be the the finale workout, yeah. yeah, who knows? Maybe they got enough feedback that the twist is they're going back to a single I don't know, but they sure haven't they sure haven't given any, any inclination that they're listening or willing to budge on these elite workouts. The fact that they made triple threat heavier is crazy. Um, I'm going to test it tomorrow and see if I can even get like halfway through it. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I did want to talk. I I think I'm just going to skip that. <laughs> um, maybe we'll come back to it. Okay. So I, I got DM'd by Miss Carolyn Prevo. And I wanted to get feedback on this. So she has a show idea for our channel and thought it would be good accountability for me. But I want to spread it out to my whole Clydesdale Media crew that any of us could do these shows. Any member of the team. And what it is, is that Like once or twice a week, I go live with one of my workouts in the garage. Where I come on, I talk about the workout beforehand. I do the workout and then I come back on and while I'm doing the workout, the chat can talk and make fun of me or do whatever they want to do for my workout and then come on after and talk about the workout and how it felt and did that meet the stimulus, things like that. Would anybody be interested in watching that?
2: I do think it'd be a really good accountability for you.
1: Sure, accountability. Um, but would anybody watch it?
2: It depends on when you go on. I'd be curious how you felt about the workout and how long it is. Is it, are you going to always do like would, an eight minute workout? To,
1: I would have to pick it. Like, I'm not going to do a 40 minute chipper. Right. Right. Like that's just, that would not work for YouTube, but I could do like shorter workouts or interval workouts where like I have some rest and I can mm-hmm. come on in between the intervals Um stuff like that
2: yeah Um, i'd say 12 minutes tops
1: yeah because i know like polaris does a ton of interval stuff Mm -hmm. um where you get where there's built-in rest and i could because i bought a headset just like yours and i could like throw the headset on real quick talk about or breathe into the mic for a minute and then go back to my next interval stuff like that Amraps would work. Yeah. You know, some I could even maybe even do with the headset on while I'm, you know,
2: mic'd up CrossFitter. Let's go.
1: Um. So gosh, there regretfully, there's a lot of people <laughs> that said that they'd like it. I know. <laughs> so, all right. So I got to get my garage cleaned up because right now I just have a little space where I've been working out. I'm going to have to get some stuff moved so I can get some equipment out there to do like a video camera set up hooked to my laptop, all of that. Um, and we'll start that in a couple weeks probably after I get back from MFC, but uh, we we will do it. And any of us can do it. Like Jamie can jump on and do one cat amy charlie um and then the rest of us can commentate what's going on
2: yeah that sounds fun
1: through the chat but uh okay i just wanted to throw it out there um carolyn is here and she's it was her idea uh judy yeah judy Um, Carolyn says, I think it would be cool to see your journey to weight loss and show you putting in the work. I don't know, just a thought to keep you motivated, maybe once a week.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I think it would have to be the right workout. It couldn't be something super long. Right. (laughs) Carolyn says, uh, maybe we have a weekly Clydesdale workout that we all do. Mm Mm-hmm. And you could post it on Instagram and hashtag and do all yeah. that stuff and we're just kind of sharing it.
2: Yeah, I would like that. Like a like Thursday afternoon workout. Then- or even like
1: I do it one day, and then you guys do it when it's most convenient for you throughout the week. And just hashtag it onto um Scott does murph mic'd up. Uh you'd know Uh, I don't, I'm not sure there's a headset with the right battery, battery length, <laughs> but that's the big goal. If you didn't watch my, my weight loss show, it is going to be, be to do Murph without scaling the pull-ups or anything. All right. Maybe not a vest, but because I have a permanent one. yep and that's what carolyn said exactly it's our Clydesdale workout you do the one day you choose and we fit in our schedule and tag Clydesdale when we do it invite others to do it yeah it could be fun big it build our own little community uh to do it I understand if you elite athletes can't fit it into your programming as you get closer to your, um, your stuff, but like Jamie, you, she could share one workout that she does a week in her programming and Mm -hmm. that as well, because when I go to rogue, she's going to have to run the show. So she's going to get this software down and then, um, she'll be able to do that as well. Yeah, so the we, need to, we need we need it. For, Anna, the Murph I'm shooting for, first of all, I'm never home on Memorial Day. There's the semifinals are always going on, and I'm usually traveling on Memorial Day. So we're looking at between Memorial Day and the start of the games, picking a day in there for me to do it. That's for my goal. So just to let you know, that's what we're you shooting just- for.
2: You just got to man up and do it. I, oh, I red-eyed home and did Murph.
1: Yeah, but you're an elite athlete. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> exactly. This body needs optimal. <laughs> if I'm doing much. So. All right. So there's that. The last thing I think we're up on the hour and a half. I just want to talk about James Sprague is doing a a competition called reps ahead. And I find it's an interesting concept. Um, Although I like fit wars better. However, the way it works is that you go head to head, mano a mano with an, with a competitor and the match ends when one of the two of you get X number of reps ahead, whatever is determined before you go. And I don't even know where it's airing. It's called reps ahead, but it must be airing somewhere. What are your thoughts of these one-offs doing these types of competitions to get more exposure for the athletes um, and stuff like that?
2: Um, I mean, I think it's great if it's going to be something that like, I feel like Fit Wars is going to try to do something consistently. And like, make a name, and people will want to come on and do it. Like, is this literally a one-time thing he's doing, and that's
1: it, or is he's on he's on it one time? He's doing one match, but I think there are multiple matches going on.
2: Okay, I, I mean, I think it's a great idea. It's kind of cool. It'd be like a track race that, and once you lap the person, you they get out right, like. I, yeah, it could take forever.
1: It could. Uh, that, I have yeah. it in my notes. Like, could be devastatingly long.
2: I mean, someone's going to give because they're just over it, even if they're, like, if they're only two behind and they're just like, I just can't do this anymore. You just sort, You just sort of give up. But, yeah, that could be – I don't know. I think it's a cool idea. I think anything that gets – is going to give exposure to more athletes. I mean, you're talking two people at a time for both of these things like i don't think it's a bad thing to have two of them
1: um beck said he thinks james hobart did that did that recently oh uh, i'm going to research this uh this week once i get the documentary done um Corey said he'll do fit wars with jamie but according to mfc she has to use only 10 pounds less than him on the ball
2: We'll see what the right workout maybe.
1: So I think the event organizer said that it, they, they call it like CrossFit meets mixed martial arts or UFC. Oh. Because I think to your point, there, there gets to be a point where the one competitor just taps out. Yeah. Like they just can't keep up. So, okay, tap out, go ahead and get the reps ahead of me. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an interesting concept. I I still love my idea of challenges going one-on-one and having belts uh, that a person can hold uh, throughout the year. Like I'm the Fran champ or I'm the uh, whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm the push-up champ, I'm the ring muscle-up champ, whatever it is.
2: I sound like a pilot. I saw Jody oh, yeah. said I sounded off too. What? what?
1: So every once in a while you glitch and your mic glitches with it, but overall <laughs> it's way better than what we had before.
2: Okay. Hi Bruce, we've missed you.
1: Yeah, other other people were pushing my buttons for you. That's true. <laughs> oh, I don't want to go down that road.
2: I yeah, I can't.
1: <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> well, with that, next week we're gonna try try to do a show live from Fort Wayne on Thursday night. So yeah, that's the that's the goal. Uh, we will keep you updated <laughs> on that. Um, it's really it's really up to just gotta figure out my plans with my wife and her getting back and when I can head up there. Whether I'm going alone, whether I'm going with her, um, or more likely she's coming with me. Um, we just have to figure that out. And dog sitter if doing that.
2: And you're Jim's coach.
1: I am, which is awesome because I'll be able to get back in there to interview mm-hmm. you guys um yeah. after events much easier without being out on the floor uh trying to do it in that noise. Yep. Indiana, is that the Midwest? It is considered the Midwest.
0: Mm-hmm. But this is
1: up, like almost to Michigan.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really in that, like it's really Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, the tri-state area. Is that what we call it? The
0: tri- uh, yeah. It is the, the tri
1: yeah. the tri-state area. <laughs> Corey says I can be his coach too.
2: Corey, do you have a coach?
1: Maybe I'll have Lana to message you.
2: Yeah. We'll either get Lana or we have one other person coming that we need a ticket for. So I'll message you, Corey.
1: So yeah, cool. Although everybody loves Lana, they they'll let her go wherever she wants to go. Pro probably.
2: <laughs> Did do we know if Jeremy's coming or not? Um,
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Corey, Corey, me, you may have uh, more news on that. Um, he, I think he's fighting a little bit of an injury and is unsure if he's going to come. And and maybe he, he also seeing the workouts is maybe like ain't worth it. Not looking good. Corey said, yeah, that sucks.
0: I Was hoping to meet him.
1: Me too. Yeah, I he was on the show the week you were out.
2: Oh, did they, did he come on? He did. did week,
1: awesome. He hung out with he hung out with Jess and I. Awesome. So yeah, I was super stoked to meet him. Um. Yeah. yeah I'll, reach, I'll reach out. And then in, and then just,
2: it, that's the general theme that I'm getting from people that have messaged me. <laughs> yeah. Bring the comments folks so I can pass it along.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm super stoked. I, I always, I love it up there in Fort Wayne. I love the master's community as much as I have ripped on the event at times. I love hanging out with that community. It's so much fun. Um, yeah. And Dan Church has been messaging me and Um, of course, all you guys, Corey's been texting me and like, I just can't wait to go and, and give you guys a little day in the sun on a documentary, uh, to see how things are going. And, um, I'm super stoked for that.
0: Yeah. So
1: with that, do we have a new ending? We might. We'll see everybody (laughs) next time on